Hey, welcome to episode 10. I am your host, Desiree Davis of D. Davis Marketing Services, and welcome to season one, episode 10. Wow. I haven't recorded a podcast maybe in over a week or two. So I have a few things to catch you, catch you all up on. But today's episode is going to be really fun and intriguing. I don't know if fun is the word. Maybe I should say very intriguing and informative and something that I think we need to put out there and and talk about. And so I am your host again, Desiree Davis of D. Davis Marketing Services, where I provide you and share marketing, sales tips, business tips, anything that will help you to grow your business if that's where you're at, if you're at that phase of your business where you're trying to grow it, or maybe you're at the beginning stage, or maybe you're thinking about starting one, or maybe you're ready to scale and completely take off within your business, whatever it is that you're trying to do. I am sure you will gain so much knowledge from this. And so let's just let's just dump dump a few things out there and just go right into the topic for today. And so the topic today I would love to talk about is systems. And when is it time to tweak, adjust, change? Or completely just toss out the systems that we have in place that are either working or not working. <laughs> so stay stay tuned with me until the end. Trust me, you don't want to miss it. And you never know. I may have a little gift for you at the end. Maybe, maybe not. You all know I'm not into trying to all, you know, always sell people on things and stuff like that. I don't I really don't like to do that in my zone when I am podcasting. However, I may have something special for you at the end, so stay tuned. So let's move into this subject here really quickly. One thing I have learned being an entrepreneur, working for multiple different companies, working with companies, contracting with companies, I see businesses that are or worked with a lot of businesses that are established. And here's something that we need to be clear on. Just because your business is established, just because you have been doing proven systems for decades, one thing you don't want to do, the learning stops when you think that you have it all figured out because of your years of experience, because of how long you've been doing certain systems and things like that. Because if they were working that fantastic, you would be a multimillionaire, billionaire up there with Oprah and a whole lot of other people. If that's the place you're trying to go in your business and in your life, which most people or a lot of people want to do. And so I I never feel as an entrepreneur that learning stops for me. I I truly do not believe in that. I I think that setting myself back, which I don't want to do. But what I notice is that some established companies, especially those that are still stuck in the, 
ice age, old age, dinosaur age, you know, with all due respect, you know, there's some people that are still stuck in the 70s, 80s and 90s in the early 2000s and not saying that those strategies and tactics or processes and systems are not good because believe me, a lot of them are golden. But you have to understand what worked in the 80s, what worked in the 90s. This is 2000 and what, 18? You know, and this world is becoming more digital, more technology. Things are just evolving. They're changing. It's just like the healthcare industry. In the healthcare industry, when I used to work in healthcare, it was always evolving. So... Meaning it was critical and it is still important to improve, to make things better, to find to, to use research to test things out to see if there's medications and different things like that that can be created or are there cures out there to heal certain diseases, to treat certain diseases. There's always ongoing improvements and changes in healthcare. If, if, if a person in healthcare that's running a facility says, listen, we put systems in place. These systems have worked for 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 80, a hundred years or whatever. We're not changing them. How will that truly benefit the facilitator, the owners of the company, the people that work there at the company, but ultimately who matters the most is the patient. Just like it's the same thing in your business. Who matters the most are, are your clients and your customers, not you, not what you want to do. Sometimes you have to adjust things a little bit, tweak things a little bit to get to your bottom line and to help your, to benefit your customers because they're the ones buying. You're not buying from yourself. That doesn't make sense, right? And so if people in healthcare and technology was like, no, we're being stiff, we're being stubborn, we don't want to tweak anything, we're not going to tweak anything, we're not ever going to change anything, we don't want to be open to anything, and, and getting so defensive in all of your feelings just because people are innovative and, and want to, that, I mean, that's what you do when you're a creator, right? That, that's what you should be doing within your business. Now, I do think that it's important to master skills, but going back to my example, we would be in a really tough place health-wise if healthcare professionals were not always constantly advancing their skills. You, If you sit here and say, hey, this system, this process works. It can't get any better. I'm not going to get better. I'm going to stay here. I, I'm not doing anything. Ultimately, it hurts you. It hurts your business and it hurts the people that you serve and it can stop you from serving and reaching more people. Just like with healthcare, if healthcare wasn't constantly evolving and constantly changing, where would we be? Probably not here. Okay. There's, there's a lot of things changing, even natural health. People are going more go green, organic, vegan. I mean, the world is changing. So if you don't change a little bit when needed, when there's time to, you'll get left behind and you'll be stuck back there somewhere while everyone else is moving forward. Let's go into another thing when we talk about establishment. And the reason why I'm mentioning business owners who are established, 
although people who are not established can relate or you will come across this at some point in your business or, or career life. It's because, you know, established companies struggle the most with this some of the time. But if you're an established company and you've been doing something for 20, 30, 40, 50 years, let me explain something here that's important for you to know. There are multi-millionaire entrepreneurs who are making 10 times more than you are and they have nowhere near the experience that you have. Don't have nothing on you. <laughs> Probably don't even have the type of caliber of clients or customers that you have worked with. They, they don't have it. They have not mastered any of the skills that you have mastered. They may not be as knowledgeable as you. They may not be as smart as you. They may not be as educated as you. They may not have a whole lot of things that you have that is awesome and great that you do. But there are people that are making tons of money, have successful, profitable businesses, um, scalable businesses, long-lasting businesses, and they have not tried systems out for a long time. And they're successful. Okay, so we have to understand that for example, like if you want to go to California, well, how can you get to California for, from where you live? Well, you can drive, you can take an airplane, you could take a bus or some other alternative way. That's the same thing when it comes down to business. There's your way of doing things. There's another way of doing it. There's a faster way of doing it. And you all could still land in the same place. Maybe not at the same time, but you can still both get to whatever destination you're trying to get to. So what a lot of entrepreneurs are doing in this day and time is learning how to grow a lot, a little bit faster. Learn to make money a little faster. Now, some people are not being ethical or being a business of integrity, but for those who are out here doing the right things, you know, such as my company, you know, there are some people who can show you that are newbies in the game. And, and that's the thing with established companies have to realize mingling up with these millennials, um, getting together with some of these people who are in, hip into this technology thing and hip to the modern age and what's going on in the trends these people can truly help you if you if you choose not to be threatened by them. And for me, this is something that I struggle with when I'm going over different things with people, systems, processes. If I'm giving people input, they're always so defensive when it comes down to me. They feel threatened by me. I notice that they feel intimidated by me. Oh, she's smart. Oh, she thinks she's all of this. She thinks she's... That's just who I am. Um, I, I don't have to offer you my expertise. I don't have to give you any input actually at all. Um, somebody else could pay me thousands of dollars to hear what I have to say and believe me would be glad to. And I've worked with a lot of humble people that do not have a lot of pride who sees me as an asset instead of a threat. 
And some of these people were more successful than, you know, me. And the advice that I have given to them, they have taken it, ran with it, implemented some strategies, made a few adjustments here and there that I suggested, and they ended up doing fine and, and growing or scaling. And so a person who's more modern than you compliments you. It, it's it's no reason to be threatened or to be intimidated or to think that that person thinks that they're so smart, they're so better, they know everything and and that they should just sit and just listen and let you tell them what to do completely all the time. I mean, I believe in being a student and I believe in being a teacher. I believe in both. I believe before you can be a leader, you had to follow at some point. Before you could teach someone, you had to learn. You had to be taught. And so some people get to that place in their early 20s. Some people get to that place in their 30s, some 40s, 50s, 60s. Um, some people are not built to be teachers. Some people are not built to be leaders. Some people, it's just not in them, no matter how much you try to work with them. But some people, that's just their natural gift. That's just their talent. And so I think what holds some people back is when they don't want to implement some new trends, some systems don't want to be really open to change. And I struggled with that at some point in my life. I remember um, with my mom, the house number, she changed it and we had this house number for like years. And so even though she has a cell phone still, if I couldn't reach her on her cell phone, I would call her on the house phone. Maybe she's charging a phone or something like that. And so one day I must have called and it that number was no longer available. And so when I finally got a hold of my mom, I said, what happened to our old phone number that we had a long time? She's like, oh, I got that changed or I went to a new company or something like that. Oh my God, I just like freaked out. I'm like, are you serious? We had that number for so long. Like, how could you do that? I struggled with change. I mean, something small like that drives me crazy drives me nuts and it took me a little while to adjust to and I wasn't really I wasn't happy with the change but the point that I'm trying to make is little things like that like there's some people who were like me little tiny changes just kills them to do it just it it hurts so badly and it, and it really doesn't it's really not the end of the world but we feel like it is because we're used to doing what we're doing. Okay, we'll get used to things changing sometimes because they will. And if you don't want them to change, then you really don't want to grow. You don't really want to grow in this day and age. And I am a traditional marketer, but I'm also a digital marketer. And so I believe that traditional and digital go hand in hand. And, you know, there's some millennials who don't, honor traditional marketing at all, which I think that's not good for them. I think they complement each other. And then there's some people who do traditional and don't want to do digital. You know, I, for me, I see the benefit in not lacking one or the other. And so to make my point about the systems and processes is that sometimes in your business, sometimes in your life, you will need to modify and change things. When you have contracts with clients, it, yes, of course you want to stick to whatever was agreed. However, 
there are times when you find yourself bending your rules and going against your policy and going against whatever it is you said, reneging on what you said in terms of maybe cutting them a break. Think about if you have a bill that's due, let's say you have a a cable bill due and you are going to be late on the payment. Let's say it's due typically every 20th of the month. And so, hey, you ran into a little situation, something came up, and so you need a payment arrangement. Now, technically, the company doesn't have to give you an arrangement because you know when your due date is. However, they go against their policies, they build the they bend their rules, you know it's due on the 20th, but they go ahead and make adjustments for you as a courtesy to keep you as a customer. They go ahead and they work with you and, the, and they bend their rules and give you that week or that two weeks, and sometimes they may even go over for you. Well, that's the same thing again with your business and with your life. Sometimes you have to make some little adjustments, make some arrangements for your bottom line. Whatever that bottom line is for you that you really want, you may have to adjust it. And so you you will find yourself missing out again if you have that mentality of, I don't want someone younger than me or someone less successful as me or someone who may have worked with clients, worked with half of the amount of clients I've worked with. Whatever mindset, whatever pride, whatever ego that you have, that's definitely something you want to get rid of. Because the reality is I've seen some broke people help people become millionaires. People do it every day on a job. When you used to work a job, if you're not still working a job or working for someone, what are you doing? You're making somebody else rich. You're making somebody else money. So there's a whole lot of broke people, poor people that make a bunch of other people rich. And those rich people wouldn't be rich if it wasn't for the poor people helping them. And 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 even they even hire people who are not as established. Sometimes they're straight out of high school. You know, they're competent because a person can be competent even though they don't have as much experience as you do. But that doesn't change the fact that they know their stuff and they studied and they practice and, and they may have proven processes and, and strategies that they have done and tried on other people and, and have experienced things too. So don't disregard that just because of age, someone's age, how old they are, or their age of business, how many years they've been in business. Like don't, you know, experience, your experience is good. No one should ever disrespect you and discredit you from that, but don't pull the stunts of that's going to cut it. That's why people should do exactly what you say, because you've done something 30, 40, 50 years. Again, when there's other people out here who are working smarter, not harder and making double, triple and beyond more than you are. Like, just don't get caught up with yourself like that. It, it, it's it's only going to hurt you. It's only going to eventually hurt your customers and your clientele. It's just not worth it. Just be open to a little bit of change. Another example that I have is I think about a table at one of my family members' house. And so the table, it's not... It's not old, old, but it's been around for a couple of years. And it's not to the point where it's like, oh, we need to throw this table out because it's just so broke down, raggedy. It's just trash right now. It's not that either. However, sometimes the table gets a little bit loose and a little wobbly 
So here's something that we do. We take a screwdriver, find the screw, and then what we do is we tighten that screw up with the screwdriver. Desiree, what are you trying to say? We tweak it. We just fix it. Did I, did I make a, answer the question to yourself. Did I make a drastic change? Just because we grab a screwdriver and we just screw that loose screw, did I do anything drastic? Did I say change anything? Did I say, oh, toss the table out, throw it out? It, 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 it has a little issue, a little malfunction. Let's just toss the whole thing out. No, because it's not completely useless. What did it need? It needed a little tweak. It needed a little adjustment. It needed a little enhancement. It needed to be improved a little bit. It needed to be better. That's all. Simple. It's a quick fix. Okay, so a lot of you in your business have systems. Some of the systems are great. Some of you have systems that you just don't use. You don't do. You're not consistent with it. You haven't done it for a week or or you think, oh, well, I did it for a week or I did it for two weeks. It's not working. No, it, sometimes you have to try a system and master it for a long time. Sometimes you have to do it for three months, six months, nine months, 12 months. Sometimes you have to do it for two, three years, 10 years, 15 years. But again, you still should be tweaking things along the way. You should never be just putting systems in place and you're never looking at it and saying, hey, how can I do this better? How can I improve this? I mean, if if, if that's your mindset of I'm never going to tweak or anything here and there, I mean, that's just... That's just a bit ridiculous to me. And so, again, to the example of the table, it's it's just a little quick fix. It's just a little tweak. And so some of you in your business, you have some systems in place. They could work. They just need to be tweaked. If someone came in and just said, hey, do this. Hey, take that out. Uh, maybe do this for another year. Oh, maybe do that for another two, three months. Mm, give this time. Do it this way, do it that way. Just add a little dash of something on there. You'll be fine and well on your way. And then some of you have some systems, some doggone systems that you just need to toss out, throw out. They're, they're no good, they're useless, okay? And usually a marketer or someone who's really, you know, who knows business, been doing it, working with different clients, different types of clients, different types of, depending on the projects and things they've worked on. Like, for example, for me as a marketer and, and saleswoman, there are some things that a client could tell me and I'm just like listening or seeing how they're doing something. And I'm just like, oh, pfft, that's not going to work because I've already been there, done that and know it's not going to work or seen it before and it wasn't as successful. And then, you know, I've, I've worked with some clients where it's like, oh my God, like you have nothing in place. You have no systems at all. Let's put some in. And then I have some who they have systems, but they need to be tweaked. They need to be fixed. And then some of them have systems and they don't use them. They don't do anything again. So it, it's a mixture of things. You, of course you want to master your art of always that, that is very vital for your business, very vital for your life to always try to master something. Don't start something and not finish it. Don't start something and give up on it just because it's not working as quickly as you want to, but you review things so that way you can make some light adjustments. If something needs 
a tweak, if something needs a screw, if, if, if something is falling apart, if there's a little crack, if you need to sew something, if you need to take something, do it. Do it. People who want to be successful in their business will just, they'll make whatever changes are necessary. Sometimes the change is you. Sometimes it's not the system. Sometimes the system is working fine. It's just you. You're the problem. And if that's the case, do something different with yourself. <laughs> so, you know, this topic, I could go on and on about it, which I'm not. But my whole point is, whatever systems you have, they should be what I call money-making activities, money-making systems. If they're not doing whatever your bottom line is that you want, it might be, hmm, maybe it's me. Maybe I'm being lazy. Maybe I'm not doing it. Maybe I'm not being consistent with my effort. It could be I'm being impatient. It could be, oh, maybe this system is just really, really bad and it's just not working. But a lot of times it's probably it just needs a few little adjustments. And if someone came in and and fixed a few things, because the thing is, too, we look at things from the inside out. Right. And there's people who look at things from the outside in, but mainly the outside. And so people on the outside can see some things that your systems, the systems that you have in place, there's some people who can see it from the outside and can see where, from a customer standpoint, I don't think this is good. From this standpoint, I don't think that's going to be as helpful unless you do this, unless you change this, unless you change that. But remember, the people on the outside can see, sometimes they can see things that you cannot see on the outside. So try to be more open-minded when it comes down to your systems and allow people to help you put systems in place, put your pride to the side. They're not trying to be a brainiac and smarter than you. And even if they are, so what? Who cares? If, if you feel like they're, if you think that they think they're smart and all that, that's what you think about them. It, it's not necessarily that that's how they feel about themselves. That's how you feel about them. And, and you're intimidated, you know, don't be intimidated. They don't have to dumb down because you want to dumb down. <laughs> they they don't have to um, settle because you're settling. They don't have to not be creative because you're not creative. They don't have to be less open-minded because you're less open-minded. They don't have to stoop down to your level. Maybe you should try coming up to theirs. So that way you can put some good systems into place that's going to work for you. But when your customers or clients, when people are constantly saying, hey, this seems to be off here. There seems to be chaos, confusion. It's not working. It's not doing anything. I'm not making any money. I've been doing this for a while. Something's off here. Take heed to that. That's good feedback. Why do you think in marketing we do market research and surveys? right? So we can get feedback from consumers, from customers, from clients, because at the end of the day, you are trying to sell your products and services to buyers, not to yourself. And so if you have to adjust a system, you can't adjust everything around everybody, but at some place you want to get a system that, that seems that can be improved over time over the years 
And then you have to know when it's time to throw some stuff out. And again, some things don't need to be thrown out. They just need to be tweaked. And I can't stress that enough. And some of you just flat out have the wrong systems in place. And you need someone to put the right ones in place. So it's just about taking, taking constructive criticism. So that way you can up-level your business and get it to the place that you want it to be. That's all. So let me go ahead and let you all know if go to my website. Let me see, what is my website link? I think it's the boot I think it's bootcampcourse.desireinternational.com. And I have an e-course that's out. It is about marketing, it's about sales, it's about putting systems in place. And also in this course, you're going to find out if you're not lazy and you do the work, you're going to find out what systems you have in place. And you're going to be surprised at what systems are not working, what systems you're wasting your money on, what systems you're wasting your time on. Believe me, you're going to be amazed. You're going to also see how long you're spending time on certain systems, on courses, on coaches, on training. You're going to really look and evaluate at the things that you're doing and seeing and finding out over time. You're going to track it over time and find out for yourself. You're going to find out some interesting insights and you may find out that a lot of things that you're doing are not the right things that you should be doing or need to be adjusted and tweaked. So that way you can make more money. And so if this is something that you would be interested in, I'm actually going to pull up the link now. Bootcamp course, you should know my own link. Bootcampcourse.desireinternational.com. Again, that's B-O-O-T-C-A-M-P course.desireinternational.com. So this is a five-day marketing and sales e-course that helps you to attract more clients and to gain more visibility. Now, before you run away and get scared or try to get lazy on me here, you can learn it within four weeks if you would like to. You don't have to do it within five days because I'm saying that just because I can do it, you can do it in the course of four weeks. Um, the, the main thing is that you want to keep repeating right? Repeating the steps to systems and reviewing your systems, your processes and everything like that. And the more you keep repeating it and doing it, number one, the better insights you'll find. And then two, you'll be able to increase your sales and your revenue, which is something you should be wanting to do for quarter four. And right now it is on sale for a special price. And so you might want to go ahead and take advantage of that before it goes up because it will. And so there's you're going to get a planning marketing strategy guide, kind of like a checklist. And then you're going to define and connect with your target audience. We're going to talk about lead generating your sales discovery calls, the types of questions that you're asking, type of questions that you need to ask. So you can get a sale to move forward. And even if you are someone that has a product-based business, you can still use this because this can help you create better quality content because you're going to learn how to nurture your prospects, nurture your clients, how to attract your ideal customers 
or clients or ideal buyers, whatever you like to call the people that spend their money on you, you're going to learn about some other marketing and sales tips and how to emotionally connect with them. And all of this is going to help you when you're on sales calls with clients. It's going to help you when you're creating content that will speak directly to them. And you're going to better understand their personality, the type of buyer that they are, because that's going to help you figure out how to deal with that person and how to close them or how to sell them and how to address their objections so that way they can move forward. And all of this is in an e-course that you could do at home, your office. You can even, well, really technically it's in a video and I do not do as much PowerPoint presentations. I, I really focus on the action, the implementation. I tell you step by step the things that you need to do and can do to take your business to the next level. And so you sit in front of your computer. It takes you like what? Maybe less than an hour a day of your time. Like I said, you could do this in five days. You could do this over four weeks. The choice is totally up to you. It's a convenient, flexible e-course. And it is on sale right now. Head over to Bootcamp Course dot Desiree International dot com bootcamp course dot Desiree International dot com. Do not forget to subscribe to my podcast. You can download on I I believe it's on iPhones podcast. Yes, iPhone. Uh, you could download it on the Anchor FM app. Look up D Davis Marketing and some other platforms as well. Go ahead and subscribe so that way you can stay tuned with more of my tips. I hope that this was very helpful to you. If you have any questions, please look at the description below so that way you can reach out to me or reach out to me on Instagram, D Davis Marketing. And I look forward to talking to you. Remember, knowledge is power, but it's only powerful if you apply it, if you use what you learn, whether it's free, whether it's paid for, you're going to have to commit time, you're going to have to commit money, Please apply the knowledge. And until next time, I will see you. Take care.